this body has been done and felt so much that the story it's journey through has found its meeting with the soul. Do we hide it? Do we heal it? Is it true? Does it define us? The eyes we hold has witnessed what was felt, transforming the mind and moving it back and forth between what's true, what's false, what's real and what's not. The inner workings, wonderings and wanderings that we want to follow, finding that courage deep within to let go of what we've known and transmute what we've been holding. It's time to let go. It's time to heal our bodies. It's time to hear, listen and feel the voices of our body. What is up, everybody? This is Love Ashley Elaine. And listen, this is a special episode of Voices of the Body because uh, uh, mm, 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 mm. my book, Married to Trauma, is releasing on October 4th. Now, Amazon was already out and about. Amazon said we're not waiting anymore, so you can get your copy on Amazon and the workbook, Married to Trauma, the workbook, both on Amazon. The Kindle edition is out October 4th. So anybody that does not have access to delivery for Amazon, yes, there's Kindle. And then Barnes and Nobles, y'all know I love Barnes and Nobles. The, the, the both editions of um, Married to Trauma, the book and the workbook will also be released October 4th. So this episode, I'm going to chat with y'all about this book writing process, why I wrote Married to Trauma, where it all came from. And yeah, we just going to flow through it, right? Just just really like letting myself pour out in this book in this in in a very creative way. So, you know, the vibes prepare your mind, body and soul as we get into this episode. Instead of a meditation or a prayer, I'm going to read um, a section of the book um, where I wrote vows, right? So find a comfortable seated position, a posture that will allow you to tap fully inward into um, this space, right? Option here to bring your gaze down your nose or close your eyes completely, 
and just allow the words to um, enter into your heart gate, enter into your soul, right? And then afterwards, take a minute to just write your own vows. What are your own vows to yourself, right? That way you have some type of starting point of how you want to show up, how you want to live your life. And then from there, you're able to identify what doesn't align with that. So take a nice big inhale and exhale. Nice big inhale and exhale. Last one, nice big inhale and exhale. I do to loving myself even on my hard days. I do to surrendering daily to God's will and not my own. I do to falling so deeply in love with the woman God created me to be that any and every person has to search his heart to tap into mine. I do to the scary days of the unknown. I do to the destruction that comes with letting everything I ever knew go so that I can continue to rise in a healthier way. I do to letting go of who I thought was the love of my life and being my own lifelong partner. I do to intentionally protecting the sacredness of my heart, my mind, my body, and my soul. I do to resting and allowing myself to just be and not feeling like I am an underachiever on the days my internal voice is telling me to just be. I do to living and laughing and saying no to what tries to stop my authentic glow and flow. I do to being uncomfortable when necessary for my continued growth and expansion. I do to staying adventurous and curious about my inner world and the world around me. I do to reminding myself when days get tough that I am the prize and that the people who are supposed to be in my life also want to continue to grow with me as we continue to make each other better for ourselves and the world. I do to allowing what is to be and not feeling the need to control what I can't. I do to listening and paying better attention the first time I see and smell fruit that has the potential to taint and disrupt what I'm producing, growing, and have already gathered. I do to loving myself so deeply and being so emerged in the love of God that everyone else has to search his heart to find the depths of mine. I do to only committing myself to those who want to grow and be vulnerable in the process. I do to loving myself so deeply and being so emerged in the love of God that everyone else has to search his heart, has to search through him to be able to find me, to be able to connect with me, to be able to connect with my heart and my soul.
Welcome back to Voices of the Body. So this episode, I'm really excited to finally have Married to Trauma out. Um, But this episode, we're like, I'm, I'm wanted to share. I really wanted to share like just the whole process of writing this book um, from literally like the download to now it like coming into full manifestation. Um, I've always knew, I always knew that I would write a book. I always knew I would write several books, um, workbooks, journals, the whole nine. This is my first book book. Um, it's actually like a book of poems. Um, there's already another one that has popped into my brain that's like a sequel to it kind of thing. Um, there's another book I want to write also about like motherhood and that journey. Um, but if you recall, if you've been like following me and just tapping in with me for a while now, um, I wrote, I published a workbook called Release and Rise. Um, and it was supposed to kind of be this seven series thing, seven book series, workbook series thing. And I didn't go any further with that after publishing it, right? First of all, publishing Release and Rise, the Root Chakra workbook was quite an experience for me. A lot of learning curves on like publication, publishing, um, formatting. Um, it, it was a lot of like having to go back and like refix things and all of that. Um, there was a delay on Barnes and Noble's part. Um, the like the self publishing portion of it. Um, that was a learning experience. Definitely one that I'm I'm grateful for. Um, release and rise. I didn't go further with that because I felt like there there needed to be more um what what it what i intended for it to be wasn't going to be enough for the people that were going to be in need of it so i decided to like pull back on that um funny thing is i can't even find the curriculum like it's on my computer somewhere i wrote out like a a, a huge curriculum for it um, which I'm okay with if I can't find it. I, it's, it's on my computer. I just haven't searched deep enough. Um, either way, like it's okay because I pulled back on it and was just like, okay, let me sit on this. Um, and really kind of like figure out, let, let me just like sit on it. Right. Not try and figure anything out, not try and like, force anything. Um, I think the only thing I felt prompted to do was to get it a copy, get the name copyright. So there's copyright to it. Um, and it's trademarked. So if anybody tries to use release and rise, good luck. Cause it's got copyrights to the point where like, when I go into my self publishing page for Barnes and Nobles, like they've taken it off sale because of the copyright. So I have to go back and fix that anyway, just in case somebody still wants to buy it because it still pops up on Barnes and Noble's website um, and let them know, hey, it's me. Like I'm the copyright person, um, but I put it in 
whatever. Yeah. So that's a whole nother conversation and episode on like the legalities of business and all that other stuff. Um, and then last year, um, I published a journal, the miscarriage journal, um, that was just that I think on that was I think that was really just for me. Um, I wanted to just have something on hand for myself, both and like for whomever. Right. If there was anybody that wanted that space to remember their baby or whatever that needed to be for them. Um, so that was fun. Also, that was just something that I. I knew I could do and wanted to do and did it, right? It was one of those things. But this thing right here, this book right here. So Married to Trauma, um, there is Married to Trauma, the book, which is a bunch of poems, uh, free verse poems. There's no real rhyme or reason. I just didn't want to conform myself um, and put myself in a box of how this had to be written. Um, So I wrote it in a style that felt good to me, that felt easy for people to read and still capture what what my story is, right? Um, I'm learning that storytelling is something I enjoy between the podcast and writing. Um, I, I enjoy like conveying messages through storytelling, through um, video, through creativity, right? So I wanted to be very creative in how I shared my story. I didn't want to do the old run-of-the-mill word for word, page for page, like story for story. She was born on this day here, there, and grew up there. Like, I didn't want to do all that. Um, Maybe one day a story like that will come from me, but that doesn't feel authentic to me. That doesn't feel like, um, it doesn't, it, it feels, it feels limiting. I wanted to be creative in how I shared my story. Um, I wanted, I love words. I love words. I love words. I love words. And I didn't realize how much I loved words until I wrote this book. Um, so I kind of shared this in like the promo video, um, and in all of my promo stuff on social media, but, Uh, about five years ago, I started like being real intentional with like going to therapy, was in a a relationship I had no business being in. That is also in the book. Um, Pause, uh, huge tangent. No names are used in this book. People who are probably super close to me, which honestly is not a lot of people um not a lot of people honestly it's probably like you won't be able to know who is being talked about in this book unless I've told you and read it to you and said this is about so so and so and so or this is an experience I had with so so and so and so um of course like there's 
titles, right, of people that are going to be pretty obvious, um, both and there are like, there, I don't, I don't use any names. And when I, so now like even, even that part, um, when I just started like playing around with writing, I was like, I want to tell my story, but I don't want to use people's names because I don't want anybody feeling like I am um, bashing them or anything like that. Like, that's not the point. It's not a telenovela. It's not, it's barely a memoir. Um, It's me being creative with telling my story and helping other people awaken to themselves and their healing, right? So, okay, back to what my thing was before the tangent, which it all works together. Um, when I was in when I became intentional about my healing journey, I was in therapy and whatever that th- my therapist and I were talking about at the time, something had hit me when she said something and I was like, so basically I married my trauma. And her eyes got big and she was just like, yeah, pretty much. That's what it sounds like. I was like, huh. And it just kept like playing in my head. And then I just, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I'm a very visual person, very visual person. Like I do vision boards. I, when I have thoughts about something, like, I have to, like, get poster board and note cards and glitter and pens and pencils. Like, I have to, I have to see it. Whatever is in my mind, I need to see it on paper. I need to see it in color. I need to see it with, with all, with my, my physical two eyes, right? I need to make sure that what I see in my third eye, I can see with my physical eyes. Um, so I bought poster board and ended up, um, like making a, like I bought black poster board and, just started like just just started like writing out words that came to me right i wrote the i wrote the 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 title married to trauma on note cards and put it on like put it i just put married in trauma um on the poster board and then allowed myself to just free write whatever words were coming to me so divorce relationship trauma bonds, um, healing, soul ties, all these different words. And then I would like do my research and would like write, you know, I was looking up what marriage is in the Bible. I was looking up what divorces in the Bible. I was looking up soul ties. I was looking up like all kinds of stuff. And I remember, um, writing out, like scriptures for everything that I was looking up, wherever I found scripture that spoke, that like resonated, right? Or anything that was kind of tied to some of the words that were popping up for me. Um, I wrote them on loose leaf paper. Yes, I'm a still, I'm still a pen and paper girl um, and taped it to the back. 
I still have it to this day. And I just sat on it. I would look at it every single day. Mind you, like, oh, this is why I call my room at my grandmother's house my maternity ward because there was so much birth in that space. There was so much birth in that space. So much birth in that space. Um, so I like I left it up on my wall intentionally because I wanted to just keep looking at it. I wanted to make sure that anything that came to my mind, there was no, oh, let me write it down later. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, no. Anything that came to my mind that involved married to trauma, marriage trauma, whatever it needed to be that I had like instant access to writing it down. I remember my church had started he started doing iconic nights and um I don't know if it was the first one, but it was the first one that I had went to. I can't remember like it was it was it was brand new, but I remember going to one that we had and the message was on soul ties and I was like, "Man, okay." So I remember I was like taking notes in my phone right? Um, it was either in my phone or in a notebook, but I think I just used my phone because I didn't want to carry a whole bunch of stuff with me. And then when I got back home the next morning, because I was like, it was it was so good. I had a Holy Ghost hangover. The next morning, I wrote down more like I was writing out note on note cards, like just anything that came to my mind. Um, I think at one point I thought it was like a duo book that I was supposed to write with a male friend, uh, platonic friendship, male friend, right? A lot of our, our, you know, conversations, like we could talk for hours about like just healing stuff in the Bible. And it was just like our, conversation, our conversations are always just fruitful. So I thought that's what it was supposed to be. And then something again, just like with release and rise, something again was just like, nope, sit on it. I was like, all right, because I never want to force anything. And here's the thing, right? We have to learn our process because so with my process, right, when I start feeling like I'm forcing something and I start getting frustrated, I have that means I have to take my hands off of it. I have to just leave it alone completely. Not look at it, not not do anything. When I start to get frustrated and like doing too much of something with with a particular thing, that's that's that for me is a sign that okay, nope. I got to, I need to back up. I need to, I need to back all the way up. Cause this, like, I'm getting frustrated now and nope, obviously whatever God needed to do within me needed to be done for this book to be what it need, needed to be. Um, so I left it alone. I left it alone. Um, but I, I kept it up right? Because still I wanted to make sure anything that came to mind, mind you, I was in therapy. I had just started doing yoga, um, uh, like a whole slew of things, right? 
I remember standing in my grandmother's kitchen. This was 2019. End of 2019. I was waiting for my son to get home from school. And I was standing in the kitchen and something, something, something spiritually fell on me. And I started recording it. I mentioned this in another episode. Um, but like all of this is tied together, right? All of it, all of it is tied together. And it was just again, right? Like, and then mind you again, like I had got rebaptized. Like I was in a different space. It was like, okay, like whatever this is, I need it to be. So I remember standing there and like something just spiritually fell on me and I remember the conversation being whatever like when I when you say yes to God you have to be prepared for your whole life to be used right it's not just little pieces and nooks and crannies it's your whole entire life to be used right and I don't want to say anything that's good, that's bad, that's indifferent, right? Because there's, there's, from that moment on up until this literal point, I can look at certain things that have been traumatizing for me and say that I needed it to happen to me or else I wouldn't have elevated the way that I did or else I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have learned certain things about myself that I needed to, right? So, the yes was also a part of whatever this book needed to be and this is this is this is a realization and revelation on the back end right so we fast forward to a lot of different episodes and obviously i'm still not catching whatever i need to catch until recent um oh like almost 2 years ago And so now we fast forward to last summer on my way to Costa Rica, I started writing again. Because at that point, I was like, okay, something is telling me to start writing again, right? Literally, and I said this the other day, it was like the minute I was, I was able to zip up some of my tears, I started writing, right? I started writing again. My dreams were telling me stuff like it was just time to start writing again. On the plane ride to Costa Rica for my yin certification, yin teacher training certification, I started writing again and then I stopped. I get here to Cambodia and on my, like, if y'all recall, I made like a to-do list of things that I was going to do while I was here. And one of the top three things that I said I was going to do while I was here in Cambodia was write Married to Trauma. All right. Now, part of the part of the reason why I also stopped writing was because I didn't know what like that, the how. Right. I didn't know how it was supposed to be written um, because I'm not a scholar to where. I can like sit here and write a, a a book on trauma and marriage and like that whole thing, right? It like I I could write it, but it's not 
the way that I needed to communicate what needed to be communicated, right? I needed to make sure that whatever I wrote was going to be, one, easy for me to go back into certain spaces mentally and emotionally to be able to write without triggering me and without keeping me there, right? So did I have to step away from it a little bit while I was like in the thick of writing it? Absolutely, right? I didn't want to rush myself. I didn't want to write just to be writing. I didn't want to write from an angry place, right? Because there are some things that there's still residue in certain spaces. So I wanted to be like really aware of that so that I don't use names, so that I don't use very specific things that can be like traced back to eight like particular people, right? Because that's not what this book is about. Um, and also, again, I didn't, I didn't want to sit here and write like I was writing a paper. Like I've written enough of those, and I, I like when it's time for me to write a paper, I'll do it again, right? Um, I'm actually in the middle of writing something else. Now I got recommended to um, write a chapter on um, being a black woman in the yoga space and, you know, how yoga is healing. So that's a paper. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a chapter, but that's more of like what I didn't want to write for Married to Trauma. Um, I wanted it to be relatable. Right. But still like keep my story in there, keep it very vulnerable and transparent, um, but also flow, right? I wanted it to like, I just, I love words. I didn't realize how much I loved words until I wrote this. Um, so it's really, it's, it's a really interesting and fun read. Um, I've let a couple people um, in on it a little bit, like some close people to me. Um, and they've given like really good feedback, really good feedback about just like the tone and like even the, the, the storytelling and the colors and like when you get it, you'll see it. I, I, I highly recommend the book. Um, so yeah, like it was, it was, the process is important because you want to make sure that what you're putting out um, is going to be relatable, digestible, and get the message across to who it needs to get to. Um, I didn't want it to be so heavy of a book that like, you can't finish it because it's too wordy, it's too heady, it's too heavy, right? I needed it to be just enough to where it's like, comical, cute, might make you drop a tear, but also be like, damn girl, like I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and also reflect at your own story, like make you look at your own story and your own marriage to some of the things that you've been through and the complexes that have come from that, right? And really being honest and aware of those truths. Um, so yeah, it was once I got into Cambodia, 
and got comfortable, like started getting like, not comfortable, but like really getting settled into where I was um, the beginning of this experience, I was like, all right, well, it's time to write. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, after I would teach or if I wasn't teaching, it gave myself space for my own yoga practice. Um, I would have my MacBook with me and my meal and write, right? There were times where I was like, whoo, this is heavy, right? And then there were times where like, I'm cracking up at the way I wrote something. Like there's like, I read back at it now sometimes and I'm just like, girl, this is hilarious. Or this is, this is wild. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, like, I don't even know how to describe how I wrote it. And what came to me to write it, I'm just grateful that God knows me enough to know how I needed to write to communicate what was needed through my story, um, my journey thus far. So, yeah, like I've noticed that during the process of writing also, I had to get stronger right i had to really get stronger emotionally and um at my core because like i said writing this book was asking me to go back into some vaults that i had already emptied out um but but we think we emptied it out when there might be like residue left somewhere like on the walls like the walls haven't been completely washed right So, yeah, like I had to really build my endurance and my yoga practice started changing. My yoga practice started shifting. As y'all see, I started like losing a little bit more weight. I think I got a little bit more toned. Um, Yeah, like I just needed to to like shift. Right. I needed to shift. My process needed to shift because this book was requiring something deeper within myself, some deeper creativity, deeper realizations, um, deeper disconnection, right? Like a deeper disconnection from what has happened and not disconnection as in like, I don't. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to talk about it, right? I've 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 overcome a lot of stuff already in therapy. My a lot of childhood sexual trauma, a lot of things with my parents' divorce, a lot of like my own behaviors, um a lot of like a lot of different things, a lot of different things. A lot of it that I haven't even put in the book, right? So that's the thing also, right? It's not like situation per situation because if I like let's I'ma keep it a buck with you. If I wrote this book situation by situation, this book would be long as hell. If I wrote this book, the way that I wrote this book, and you'll have to get it to see the style that I wrote this book in. If I wrote this book situation for situation, it would be a lot longer. It would be a telenovela. Like it would be a, a whole a whole soap opera on daytime TV at this point. Because that's that's how much I had to heal 
that's how much I had to really ask myself, like, okay, where did I mess up, right? Where, what, what were my complexes that came from certain situations that I had no control over, right? A lot of things I had no control over, that doesn't mean that I'm not responsible for the complexes that came from them. So I had to be honest with it. It took a lot of honesty, right? No one wants to be honest about having a savior complex. Let's talk about that, right? It took a lot of like really deep reflection. So there's like, I've combined it a lot of things, right? Like overarching um, themes, right? That that just resulted all like things that situations that resulted into overarching themes, right? So it's like I can place a couple different things under one theme of savior complex and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so yeah, and then Married to Trauma, the workbook. I love workbooks. I love journaling. I love anything that's going to help me keep myself accountable um, that I can constantly go back to and look back and read and be like, wow, like I've grown or built like anything that's going to allow me to build awareness. Um, so the workbook is for everybody else to build awareness around their daily habits, their wellness, um, what they're married to, vows that they've made to themselves that they've broken, right? Let's be honest and be real. I'm like, I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm not a patty cake type of person, right? If you're listening to my podcast, you probably know that by now. Um, So yeah, the workbook is for everyone else to do their work. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's, so the funny thing is when I first wrote Release and Rise, the goal, like I, I, I called that marriage to trauma at first because the whole goal was to help people like divorce themselves through using yoga, right? So essentially what my plan is, my goal is um, in this upcoming year is to do Release and Rise workshops um, utilizing marriage to trauma um, utilizing marriage to trauma, the workbook, right? And then, I mean, not all of them. It's really going to be like book release workshops, um, where I use the workbook and, and spaces from the workbook. But release and rise is going to have like its own thing. Like release and release and rise is literally its own thing. Both and it's all the same thing. <laughs> Both and it's all the same thing. Um, so yeah, um, I'm excited for this book. Um, highly anticipated. I've been talking about it for years. Um, and I'm I'm damn proud of myself. I am proud of myself. If no one else says it, I'm I'ma say it to myself. I'm proud of myself. For doing what I said I was going to do. And that's writing this book, Married to Trauma. It is for grown folks only. 
And when I say it's for grown folks only, I mean it is only for people who are ready to look at themselves without judgment and do the work, right? Um, yeah, I am, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of this book. I'm excited for what Release and Rise, my story, I mean, not Release and Rise, but Married to Trauma, my story and Married to Trauma, the workbook is going to do for other people um, around the world. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm so excited. So, so excited. So it is available October 4th. That date is intentional too. Don't you ask me no more questions. Don't ask me no more questions. Just know October 4th is a very intentional date. Moving on. Um, But it is available October 4th on Barnes & Noble's website. Print only on Barnes & Noble's website. It is also available on Amazon. Print both the um the workbook and the book and both the workbook and the book are also going to be available on um Kindle. So, yes, there's there's different ways to get it. I'm also currently working on an Audible version. Um yeah, I'm excited about that. That will be out towards the end of the year. So give me some patience with that. Um, cause that, that's a whole nother like realm, but I'm excited for that also. Um, but that process is a little bit different, but it will be out on audible by, um, the end of the new year. I mean, the end of the year by, by new year's Eve, it will be out on, on audible. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Y'all already seen my dope cover. Um, shout out to my girl, Danielle Ingram, Excellence Photography. I did a photo shoot with her um, April 2022. And I intentionally had some... That was around the time when I when I got the, the, the poke to start writing again for Merit to Trauma. So I told her I needed some specific photos. Um... Yeah, and then I just did some of my creative magic to zoom in on the ring. Um, yeah, to make that the book cover. So, yeah, I, uh, listen, get paid off your pain. Who is it? What's it? What's it? Rhodey Rich, where he said, rich off pain? Like, get paid off your pain. Don't go through all that you go through and just say that you, just to say that you got through it. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I don't care if like only a hundred people buy the book and five people buy the workbook. I'm going to get paid off of my pain. Right. I mean, it's definitely worth more than a hundred people buying the book and five people buying the workbook. Both and like I have a creation that's out in the world. I have something other than my child that is out in the world that is going to help people and heal people for a very long time. So, yes, my son will get all of those dimes, right? Um, Yeah, yeah. 
I love y'all. I love y'all. I'm grateful for the continued support weekday, weekend and week out. Um, I'm grateful for the DMs. I'm grateful for the love that's being shown. Um, I'm grateful for all of it. So yeah, go get the book. It's on pre-order. Amazon though, Amazon has it not on pre-order, which I'm actually not okay with. So I'm trying to like, yeah, it's, but it's, it's fine. Cause by the time this comes out, it's fine. October 4th is right around the corner. Um, but yeah, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, get your copy. Um, we'll see about some signed copies. Cause I want to sign some stuff. I just want to be a little famous. I just want to sign some stuff. Right. But yeah, I love y'all all for free. Until next time.